welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the show where we talk about the MCU, you know, the movies that came out. We really haven't settled on a new intro since, like, you know, a year and a half ago when Infinity War came out. But anyway, uh, I'm one of your hosts. uh, An actual, like... Uh, measure of like how many AirPods are actually about MCU films now at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's definitely less. Uh, I was because as, as long as we have like forty plus, we it's more not about individual movies. But anyway, we covered uh, everything and then some. Yes, exactly. I'm on your host Jake Christie, and joining me is Jerome Chang. What's up, man? And uh, we're here to talk about the MCU character bracket. Unfortunately, Anthony Canton the third cannot make it, um, but we wanted to get this up to talk about the second round and we'll preview the Sweet Sixteen before it starts uh, tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty excited with how things are going. I love it so far. Uh, everything is at least as consistent, if not ramped up. Um, again, a big shout-out to everyone who's been involved, whether it's been through your replies or voicemails, which we have a ton of today. Uh, I mm-hmm. took the opportunity to kind of jazz up, add a little spice to some of these voicemails for mm-hmm. fun, but... Really, the interaction and everything has been so cool. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get into it again. Yeah, um, and I feel like this round has been – this round was a lot closer. I think there's a lot better, cooler matches, and, you know, it just was really fun to watch. Um, there weren't that many how watches. Somebody, like, there wasn't any Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And how, like, there were some that were tied 50-50, like, with, like, two hours to go. We're like, that's crazy mm-hmm. that happened. That was so cool. Yeah, we were going back and forth in it in our uh, MCU University chat, and yeah. Should we break it down? Yeah, I think I'm going to start off just by recounting all the matches just briefly, and then I think we can go to the two full voicemails we have, and then we can talk about each individual individual match, if that's good with you. I'm down for that. Let's do it. All right. So the first match of the second round was Tony Stark versus Vision. One of the few washes. In fact, Vision got a lower percentage than Wong did in the first round against Tony Stark. <laughs> um, no surprise. Uh, Vision really just such a strong rookie performance and just fell off uh, after that point. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a shame because coming like he was the essentially the Hulk of Age of Ultron. The big surprise. He was the big mm-hmm. moment where he picks up Mjolnir. Um, and you just imagine with that power, he was going to be something. And then, I don't know, it was weird. He, it just, it seemed like they lowered all his stats by the time we got to Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Um, I, I can't complain about this result. Like, I think that I'm more just disappointed with how Vision is in the MCU than I am with, uh, his performance here. Um, the next match was, uh, Agent Coulson versus Star-Lord, Star-Lord 1. And I believe we have a voicemail from Storm Bennett about Star-Lord versus Agent Coulson. Yes, we do. And, uh... I got to say, this is the exact kind of voicemail I want to hear more of when, mm-hmm. uh, if people are sending them in, but I'm just going to get into it right now. Round one, fight! Hey, what's good, everybody at the Marvel Cinematic University? Hope you guys are doing great tonight. Um, this is your man, Storm Bennett. I just want to take this time to remind my newfound Twitter nemesis, at Mwazimus, that your boy Star-Lord is still in this thing. He moved on another round. That's all I got. Have a good one. Shots fired. 
This wow, is I, I cannot hear. believe. This is what I want to hear. Yes, taking a, using a voicemail to pick a fight. Yep, that's exact. That's correct. That's great. Well, Thank we, you so we much. We hear you in the replies. We read them all the time. Mm-hmm. We gotta hear your voice. We gotta hear you come back. Clap back. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah exactly. Because the thing is, Star Lord, uh, you know, he has he's has a very tough match against Tony Stark. So, uh, you have an easy, great opportunity to uh, clap back <laughs> at Storm. Uh, I mean, for you wow, and I, Star Lord has like we think Star Lord should be more divisive. I, I yeah, guess, um, I, yeah. I think that he's just. I think that you know. I think people correctly really love you know him and guardians one and i think that that was such a strong performance that uh you know and i think agent colson hasn't been in our lives in like eight years now so um, yeah it's also a credit to the fans of separating the artist from the art to focus uh specifically on the character here yep um anyway the next match was doctor strange versus loki uh i incorrectly predicted that loki would win but doctor strange Mm -hmm. the six took down the three seed that was really exciting to see um I think a lot I'm of people happy def- with this result for sure. Yeah, um, I think it, it's the same thing. Obviously, not the fall off that Vision was, but Loki just I think through oversaturation. If this was a few years ago, mm-hmm. man, Loki probably has a much stronger case to yeah. make it through. But I think between Doctor Strange having a nice late game performance, mm-hmm. plus the fact that I think everyone's really banking on what Doctor Strange can become. Yeah. It was a it was a potential pick, which you'd mm-hmm. like to see. Um, and in the next round, he'll be going up against Nick Fury, who beats Scarlet Witch. This match was fifty fifty with like an hour to go. Crazy, this was awesome. Crazy, crazy match. Um, and one where this kind of worked the other way, where I thought a lot more people would be going in on Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. based because on of her future potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if AC was on this call right now, he would be infuriated by this result because i know mm-hmm. he was really banking on wandavision scarlet witch mm-hmm. coming through yeah so i mean that it, I, it, it's nice to see though i mean t- nick fury is a two seed so i i can't pretend i'm super surprised because i was the one who mm-hmm. put him at number two but uh you know it, it, i really thought for a moment scarlet witch was going to pull it out but she did not um now who did pull it out was captain america versus gamora uh this was uh you know not much of a match uh I, th- I thought Gamora nah. was going to lose in the first round, as it was. So we we thought so much that we accidentally marked her as losing. <laughs> yes, uh, correct. And uh, so Captain America won pretty handedly. Um, next was Drax versus Killmonger, another match that was pretty close. Uh, and I believe we have a voicemail about that as well. Yes, we do. Uh, we have one from uh, Cole J. He sent it in to us. Unfortunately, we don't have his Twitter ad, but you you let us know what it is. Uh, we'll we'll hit you up after. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cole J. Um, the Drax and Killmonger. That one, that one upset me. I can't believe he lost to a dude with goofy hair from Oakland. Are you kidding me? Drax is easily the best Guardian of the Galaxy. He is definitely the funniest MCU character. And it's not even close. And he is an absolute savage. He wants all the smoke. He calls up Ronan, his army. He sends him his location. Gets drunk, wants to fight him. He's a savage. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he just jumps out of the ship and just starts shooting ships down. Are you kidding me? He's a beast. And I am certain he would Batista bomb Killmonger. I can't, oh, I just can't believe it. 
And uh, shout out to Yondu. I mean, he had no chance for Thor. I mean, you should have got a better seating. He could have gone farther. But big Yondu fan too. So shout out to Yondu. All right, thanks guys. A little thank Yondu shout out at the end there. Um, yeah, but thank you for your voicemail. Uh, and this production, this by the way, uh, drums great. It's great production. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, this matchup really felt like a battle of two camps, so it just matter which one you're in. Because, like, Killmonger and Drax, just, I think they have such ardent fans that yeah. uh, you could have gone either way. And I think Killmonger just kind of comes out on the top of the end. I forget which way I voted on this one. Um, but like you said, it's a 4-5 or five matchup. It, it was meant yeah. to be close. Mm-hmm. Um and the funny thing is, I feel like if this was done last year, I feel like Killmonger would have won more handedly. And if it was done right after Black Panther was released, I think he would have destroyed. I think that like Killmonger, is like, I the that. opinion has kind of tapered off a little bit, um, but yeah. he still had enough juice to get through. And for Drax, a final note, since we're saying bye to him, he just really had such an interesting career because starts off strong... Again, that's pretty divisive in itself, but I was a big fan mm. of Drax and Guardians 1. I felt mm. he was a bit much by 2. By the time we get to Infinity War, he gets some good lines off, you know? Like, he has mm. a longer career. Oh, yeah. This. And the bit with this, we're standing completely still is very, very funny. Right, right. And, uh, I, again, this is another one of those situations. It's so funny. The Guardians of Galaxy uh, group, like, acting group, they don't necessarily fare too well compared to their characters themselves. And Batista is definitely one of those situations where, man, it's focusing him on, on the character itself. Like, he does a fantastic job with it. Uh, but, yeah, generally speaking, um, I think the right call was made. Uh, and Do you not think yeah, that Stuber uh, would have helped Drax? <laughs> Oh, if we had a Stuber contingent that actually came in and just, like, put shit over the top, like, this is the kind of... Stuber contingent, let your voice be heard. Reach out to us. And and stuberuniversitypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. Stuber contingent, even though Drax won't be in this for the remainder of this bracket, definitely should still Mm -hmm. chime in anyway. Yeah, I like the the idea of people complaining of, like, first-round exits still Mm -hmm. and not letting go of it. Yep. Uh, so the next match was the Budapest battle of Hawkeye and Black Widow. Black Widow uh, pretty easily took down Hawkeye. Um, there was no tampering going on in this one from you, so I think he really didn't have much of a chance. Even if I tampered, there was no chance yeah. of this happening. I couldn't, in good conscience, go through this one. I felt that the War Machine Hawkeye match- matchup was actually mm-hmm. a lot closer than a lot of people wanted it to be, even if yeah. I didn't get involved. Um, mm-hmm. But this one was a no-brainer. Yep. All right. And then the last matchup of the Rogers region was Korg versus Spider-Man. Um, I had to do something I didn't want to do. I had to, I, I did. I voted against. You Korg. did it, right? Uh, I did. Yeah, I had to. Um, like Shout I said, the to... only. Yeah. I know. Just generally speaking for matchups like these. Shout out to the people who really stand by the person who they know is not going to make it through. Yep. I, yeah. The thing is, I could have thrown Korg a vote, but I think that, mm-hmm. with, like, one, I, I've always tried to be completely uh, truthful to myself with all these votes. And like I said on the pod last week, uh, Spider-Man is literally the only person on this bracket who I would have voted for. Like, maybe Tony Stark, but, like, Korg is, uh, you know, so special to me. 
but I, I like an idiot, happened to put him in a place where he had to face Spider-Man in the second round. So uh, at this moment, right now, there's a decent chance that Spider-Man I'd want to see at least in the finals, if not taking the whole thing. Yeah, Spider-Man I think is poised to make a good run. Um, so quarter all I gotta say is, hey, hey man, uh, he didn't put enough pamphlets. <laughs> God, I, I, I always feel like I'm just in my head I could do a great Korg Just impression. to hear your Korg at least one in, more time. Every, every time I'm about to do it, I'm like, okay, I got this. And then I start doing it. It's like, how the fuck do people from New Zealand talk again? Like, I can do lines of his. Like, um, sure. um, um, as you can see, I am made of rocks. Do not be worried unless you're made of scissors. It's a little rock it's, paper scissors. Yeah, it's like. actually picking up the accent itself to say anything else outside of the lines. Mm -hmm. It becomes difficult. Yeah. Um, anyway, the next match was the first matchup of the Banner region. It was the mm -hmm. Hulk versus Hella, and I believe we have a voicemail from who is Anthony Canton the third. I think it's the first time, long time, from what I hear. I that's I mean I think so. This feels a little bit different, but greetings and salutations. This is AC. Obviously, I think this is like the first episode I've ever missed. Can't believe it of uh, MC University, but. I know that Jake and Jerome are holding it down, but uh, as far as the tournament is concerned, I just have to say I still think the Hulk is going to get knocked out at some point before the finals. Maybe it's, it's Ant-Man who takes him out. I, I'm actually kind of hoping for that. How about Ant-Man in the finals? How about that? How about that also? I think Doctor Strange still has a great shot to get to the finals too. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very, very interesting. Jake, Jerome, have a great pop, guy. Oh, that was my little tribute to AC right there. It, it kind of got a little morbid in the song choice, but I'm still standing by yeah. it. It's yeah. fine. Uh, it's I fine. definitely, I was kind of wondering what he was going to say, and then I realized it's halfway through, like, oh, this is you saying that. Because I'm like, I feel like what he's saying has nothing to do with uh, everybody's <laughs> take. Yeah, it's my, in this case, it's less about the context and more about my personal message to AC right now. Uh -huh. I miss you, buddy. Yep. Um, uh, the, I, the next match, I'll the Hulk AC's been on the Hulk uh, won't make it to, I just don't think that's that hot of a take. No, I don't. Uh, I think that basically, other than um, other than Tony Stark, there's really no one who I would guarantee will make it out of the region. Like I just think that that's yeah. a bit, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, although and, you know, he's I, I don't think well Ant-Man's taking it down Hulk though. I I, I, I yeah I think it's gonna be close, but I don't think I I can't obviously I can't comment. I'm not publicly commenting on what I'm gonna vote for, but mm -hmm. uh, I yes I think that I I. I honestly don't know. I think that there is. Uh, I think there are other one seeds that are more vulnerable than Hulk. Um, I but agree. you know what? Well, we'll, it remains to be seen. You know, we can uh, re regroup with AC next week, and if Hulk's out, uh, then he can laugh at all of us. There it is. Uh, okay. And Hulk will be facing the winner of the matchup between Shuri and Rocket Raccoon, who was Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, uh, I see Rocket Raccoon as a stronger challenge to Hulk than. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. I think Rock Raccoon has a very big fan base. Um, I think he's a great character. Uh, I'm not really surprised that he's moving on. Yeah, I think he might. He's gonna get the Hulk a challenge. Um, so yeah, I think that he's probably the strongest one left. Actually, you know, there's, it's like everyone in this region still who's left is still strong. So I, I think that uh, I think so you know, too. 
Uh, Sherry yeah. has a really good shot of bouncing back and being much stronger if we do this bracket again after Black yeah. Panther. Uh, correct. Um, anyway, the next one was uh, the Falcon versus the Winter Soldier. Um, you know. Winter Soldier, this one, huh? Yeah, he, uh, he won. Um, uh, I know he sent in a voicemail to listen to later, but uh, my friend Malik was tweeting about uh, this matchup, angry <laughs> that Winter Soldier was going to win, and I... I, I don't know. But, Let me. I might have to find that clip again. No, no, no. Because I, I, because we talked about it on Twitter. I could just kind of what he, we said that sure. he was he was talking. About he was upset with that. And what I pointed out, and this is true, is that he was underestimating how much the internet loves sad white boys with long hair. Um, <laughs> I think that's really all Sebastian Stan has going for him. Right. Um. No. He. He. Yeah. He. He made a really good point. Uh, I. I did listen to the full voicemail, and I'll be honest. I hope I kept it in, but if not, uh, he makes a great point that when it comes to Falcon, mm-hmm. Falcon does everything, whereas everything happens to Winter Soldier. Like, mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier does not appear to be a very active character in MCU That's right true. now. Um, That's true. Which I, it was not something I thought about, but shout out to Malik for pointing that out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool on Winter Soldier. I understand that there is a big fan base. Uh, Winter Soldier poised to um, actually maybe cause some upsets in this if there is a strong enough fan base. Yeah, yeah, um, and like I, I knew that there was a strong fan base for Winter Soldier, so that's why I gave him a three seed, even though I he's not a three seed in my heart, as uh, uh, what's his face, Will Brown would say. A credit uh, to your fairness. But yeah, I'm like I know that uh, the internet loves Sebastian Stan. Um, for some reason, uh, he's fine, but you know, he's just, he's kind of, there are like he's so fine. many better, uh, there, there are a lot, there are better, uh, you know, there are better characters to stand for, I'd say. Exactly. But don't, um, anyway, uh, the next matchup was Heimdall versus Ant-Man. Ant-Man won pretty easily. Uh, I feel like if it was the actors in the bracket instead of the characters, I think Heimdall would probably win because everyone loves it. I was to say, Paul Rudd's got a pretty big, uh, he does, like, he does, I he does, he does. It's, I think it's kind of the tale of again of two different fan bases and which one yeah. would be strongest. Um, mm-hmm. But interestingly, uh, it's, I don't think I include this too. But Malik points out another good point about Ant Man. Ant Man is for a main character, he really mm-hmm. operates in a way that almost feels like a secondary character. And maybe it's just mm-hmm. his power level relative to the rest. Like he's always kind of an outsider, kind of looking in. Yeah. Um, He's interesting. Like him being matched up with Heimdall is a lot closer than what their characters are mm-hmm. intended to be. Mhm. All right. So the next uh, match was Thor versus Yandu, and uh, like um, Cole pointed out, uh, Yandu, uh, you know, didn't move on. But uh, Thor. I mean, Thor. I think has a really good chance. I think people love Thor. I think Fat Thor really. Uh, helped i think ragnarok is probably uh ragnarok. at this point it's probably the i would say is probably uh at least in the top three of the people's favorite mcu movies at this point as far as i'm concerned actually i'm going to shout out really quickly uh a friend of mine eric Giacometti at eric Giacometti. Mm-hmm. he works at toronto fc he mm-hmm. just posted to his instagram story this morning before this recording uh, he, he was watching Winter Soldier, and he just mm-hmm. stands so hard for that. And a lot of mm-hmm. people do. Um, so yeah. it's the best MCU film. 
And I just remember replying that saying, like, is this a deleted scene from Ragnarok? Because then that makes sense. <laughs> that, it uh, is true. Yeah. But I think that I think the funny thing about Ragnarok is I feel like Ragnarok wasn't a t- as beloved when it first came out. And I think it's really grown on people uh, in a way really? that. I, I feel uh, like people kind of just like jumped I think people off on liked it. it a lot. I think that people. Uh, I think that what happens is that I think people, you know need time to to readjust because it's really hard to say i guess i mean maybe it's not for He's you coming off the dark world but like, so it's hard for it's, i think it's i think it's hard for people to see a new movie and to be like okay now this one's my favorite i think there was like i like this but i still like this more and then when you get when you finally like have distance from that and then you rewatch it right after and you watch it with the one that used to be your favorite and you're like oh no, no, no i like ragnarok more at least that's happened to me like ragnarok's definitely grown in estimation for me for sure for sure and it's it's top three, a lot of the time, number one for me out of mm-hmm. all of them. And I will say that I think we should always treat the Thor trilogy in the MC universe uh, as Thor Ragnarok, Infinity War, Endgame. Like, that should yeah. be the Thor arc, period. I mean, that's great. it's a great arc. Uh, anyway, the next matchup was one that... Uh... I gotta say, I wasn't very happy with the result. Uh, it was Captain Marvel versus Groot. I think Groot they won. Groot, I'll be honest. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? Like, we, we can't always agree on everything, but uh, she has a Captain Marvel. Um, got mm-hmm. taken out by a tree. Uh, and I believe we have a voicemail from uh, Rico uh, Alberson from the Always Cri- uh, a Critic Pod about this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Uh, here we go. Hey guys, this is Rico from the Always the Critic podcast. I got to say that you've done a great job on this entire bracket. It's been a lot of fun to keep track of it over the last couple weeks so far. I don't have any quibbles with the actual seating because I think the seating has been done very well. But I have a nit to pick with one particular matchup that was incorrectly voted on by the voters and that is the four five matchup between groot and captain marvel the fact that groot a piece of wood a stick beat the marvelous captain marvel is ridiculous it's an abomination and you know what the voters should be ashamed of themselves how dare you a stick that can only say three words about as charismatic as an actual tree the fact that the voters were fooled by the fact that they tried to make it cute. And you fell for it. You fell for it. But on the other side, Captain Marvel, one of the most powerful beings in the universe, had a strong rookie showing. Yes, she wasn't in Endgame as much as I would have wanted, but when she made her presence fell, she made her presence fell. So to all the voters who decided, you know what, a log is better than Captain Marvel, get out of here with that. Get out of here. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Pay the teachers. I'm covering a lot of territory. The things that are happening on Earth are happening everywhere, on thousands of planets. So you might not see me for a long time. Good luck. Alright. You're fucking full, (laughs) girl. I cannot believe you. <laughs> oh, uh, um, that, honestly, I completely w- agree with Rico. It's absurd mm-hmm. for a tree to beat out one of the most, po- the most powerful character mm-hmm. in the MCU. 
Mm-hmm. I will say, if anything, it might be a little bit of an indictment on the treatment of the characters than it is the characters themselves. Correct. Yeah, I think the Captain Marvel's, uh, the, you know, problems in Endgame um, really kind of fucked her over. Um, I think that, like, that it, I mean, it kind of was, a, the moment I learned that they filmed her scenes in Endgame before they actually filmed Captain Marvel, like, that's how mm-hmm. I kind of was or, or immediately worried about her in Endgame. And I think that it's not like that she's a completely different character in Endgame. She just is not a defined character at that point. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, hopefully... Like, when I was breaking it down and voting the way I voted, I it was tough. This was probably the toughest one for me because mm-hmm. I think Captain Marvel is a good character. I think mm-hmm. it, I really enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I think that she will be so paramount to what happens moving forward. But when I look at, to date, all the memorable scenes that I have, things that really stood out, mm-hmm. like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 just... Yeah, is such an amazing like Guardians of the Galaxy one for sure better than Captain Marvel for me. That mm-hmm. already says that right there, and the amount of Groot moments in different iterations of Groot, it's mm-hmm. unfortunately it just it's more memorable for me as their characters in MCU, mm-hmm. even though it does seem completely absurd absurd that a tree would beat out the most powerful character. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, I think Guardians 1 Groot is the best Groot. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Baby Groot. Um, I, I mean, I like I Baby like Groot. I like that Baby Groot, Baby Groot is the, just, yes. The, the hat? The hat? Yes, <laughs> that is a great bit. That is yes. one of the best jokes, uh, in the MCU. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I knew, I figured, I actually thought the Groot was going to win. Just because, uh, you know, Captain Marvel hasn't had, enough, I think, the moments that people wanted her to have. And I, you know, I can't complain about that. So you voted Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to hear what your rationale is. Is it basically what Rico said? Is there more to it? Um, I mean, it's a lot what Rico said. It's a little bit, um, you know, uh, I, I like Captain Marvel a lot. I think that characters that are like the leads of movies, I generally give, uh, you know, a more. And, and I think that, um, you know, I think that uh, Mariano said it best when he said, uh, what was it? Uh, seating Captain Marvel is interesting. Um, you know, I think that the, <laughs> it's tough too. I'm a big Brie Larson fan. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the next matchup was, uh, Hank Pym versus T'Challa. Uh, mm-hmm. no one's surprised that T'Challa won. Hank Pym is just gotta be happy that he made it to the second round to begin with. Um, yeah, I just, Hank Pym was just waiting to get out of this. That's basically mm-hmm. it to me. Yeah. And then the final matchup of the second round was Valkyrie versus Thanos. Um, Thanos, obviously, he's inevitable. Uh, he won. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, so yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Pretty, uh, but strong showing by Valkyrie. I will say that. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, if I'm being honest with you, I think that uh, there's a lot of that, uh, a lot of horniness at play there too. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't personally <laughs> vote for her, but I think that that's the that, if you were going to, that would be the rationale. And I, I'm, I mean, we're just talking about Captain Marvel. Like, obviously, you can't judge. Um, and like shout out because Valkyrie is a really fun character and oh, again part of one of the fun. most popular films in the exactly. series. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, Tessa Thompson, super charming in it. Just I, I understand why you like it. I just can't see how she beats out Thanos. Exactly. All right, and I know we have we have two voicemails from friends of mine to like when recap. I, I want to start with Malik. 
Yeah, I know that you added them together. So yeah, this is Malik Marshall at Malik J. Marshall. He commented last week. I think he was a big hit. So uh, let's listen to this week's. All right. All right, round two. Let's take a look here. We got Tony Stark versus Vision. Vision, get your mechanical class out of here. I already talked about Vision last time. F Vision. I'm glad he's out. He sucks. Doctor Strange mm-hmm. versus Loki. This was going to be a talk. Doctor Strange. Sorry there. Um, yeah. Uh, no surprise there. I think no. uh, Vision should be out. I just really wanted to shout out Malik for censoring himself this time. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange versus Loki. This was going to be a tough matchup for my boy Doctor Strange. But here's the thing: Doctor Strange is my favorite hero in the MCU. I'm glad he won. He's going all the way. To the fi- he's going all the way to the finals. He's going to win. But check it out: Loki is a hard matchup. Everybody loves Loki. Got a lot of Loki fanboys out there. But here's the mm-hmm. thing about Doctor Strange, and here's why Doctor Strange is so dope. The Russo brothers have said many times that Infinity War is if. Thor had aimed for the head and won that, it clearly would have been Thor's movie. Like, everybody else has an arc, everybody has their moments, but if you look at who, like, does the whole thing and then carries it out through the end, it really is Thor, MVP. Now, because Thor didn't do that, whose movie is it? Obviously, it's my boy Stephen Strange's movie. Because if you think about it, in an Infinity War, not in... Uh, in that in that clip that Malik's referencing, they actually say the end of that sentence is it's not Thor's movie, it's Thanos' movie. I don't, I, I mean that's I could pull that clip up myself. But <laughs> not that I not that I necessarily disagree with his line of thought, but he quotes something, and then the next thing he says is not what like he says. I mean, it's not Thor's movie because they say that if he aimed for the head, it would have been his movie, but it's not. And then the right. conclusion of that sentence is ergo, it's Thanos' movie. <laughs> that's fair. I I think um. We'll let him finish it for the rest of here. Uh, I think there is an element where he's trying to make a case that the arc of oh, it, at least hero-wise. But I believe I understand. Yeah, let's go. In game in Infinity War, Doctor Strange is the only one who beats Thanos. Now, yes, it takes until Endgame for the fruits of this labor to be played out. But everything he does to beat him in Endgame, he does in Infinity War. So, in a weird sort of roundabout way, I'm kind of, you know, snuffing out a few details there if you see what I'm saying. Infinity War, if you have to pick one Avenger whose movie it is, it's Doctor Strange's movie. And he's dope because he's playing the Endgame. He's playing the long game. And that's why my boy is going to make it to the finals. And that's why he's going to win the whole thing. I don't think so, but okay. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if we're gonna say long game playing it out, it's gotta be Tony Stark then. Yes. Um, but I, I appreciate his enthusiasm. I do appreciate it. I do like the point about Doctor Strange being the only one who knows what happens. It's kind of a cheat because mm-hmm. he has the time stone. I think if anyone else has the time stone is able to see yeah. it, they could all see that option as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but credit to Doctor Strange's powers. Um, I think he's due for a pretty deep run. Again, yeah. I think people are voting on his potential more, mm-hmm. but there yeah. are, I mean, like, AC is a big fan of the original Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of need to see it again, because I'm still in a place yeah, where it's I'm good. Like, I've sure thought exactly. it's been on cable a bunch, and it is a really, it's a good cable movie, too, because right. the bad part is the beginning, and so that means usually when you catch it, you don't have to watch the beginning. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, the he, he has the most unique final fight, and that mm-hmm. has not changed since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Scarlet Witch versus Nick Fury. I voted for Nick Fury. I get it. Scarlet Witch is a strong character, but here's the thing. Is Scarlet Witch a strong female character? That's debatable. I guess it's not really up for me to say, but what I'm trying to say about Scarlet Witch is they haven't really done anything with her. She came out of Civil War 
kind of know envision came into infinity war oh all of a sudden they're in love okay i get it you want to say that happened off screen all right but you can't expect me to care that much about her but based on mm-hmm. just that okay she doesn't have a huge amount of character development she's got some kind of good stuff in civil war some kind of good stuff in age of ultron but clearly one of the least developed characters in the whole mcu and you can say that about almost all the women in the mcu therefore i'm excited to see what they do in phase four they need to really do like, you know, show some love to the women in the MCU, because if we're being honest, if we're being super honest, the women are extremely not very developed at all. And that's why the scene in Endgame where they all came together, the A4 scene, it fell flat, in my personal opinion, because it didn't feel like we knew these characters well enough for this to work. And it felt like they were just pandering without doing the deep, hard work that it takes to develop these characters. So I will see after WandaVision if Scarlet Witch is a good character. But as of right now, not feeling it. I mean, he makes some excellent points. Uh, you know, um, yeah, you can keep going. All right. Heimdall versus Ant-Man. Look, here's the thing. Ant-Man is a main character, but Heimdall is way doper. Ant-Man is low tier of the main Avengers. Let's be honest. He's kind of whack. I mean, he's funny, but he kind of doesn't stand out that much. He's kind of whack. His powers are pretty, eh. He controls ants. What's the deal with that? Anyway, just because he's called Ant-Man doesn't mean he control ants. Whatever. Okay, but Heimdall. Okay, Thor 1 and Thor 2 Heimdall. Yes, I will give you that Thor 1 and Thor 2 Heimdall, not that cool. Thor 3 Heimdall. Thor 3 Heimdall is the Neville Longbottom of Thor Ragnarok. It's when you find out all our heroes have been, you know, they've been out, they've been on their own adventure, they've been Mm -hmm. doing their own thing. Okay, let's phone back home, let's phone back to Hogwarts, see what's going on. Yeah, that's right, my boy Neville, he's holding it down in Hogwarts, he's keeping the fight going uh, behind your back. You don't even know, this dude's not getting all the spotlight for it, but he's keeping the fight going back home. That's Heimdall. That's how Heimdall's dope, and Heimdall's the one who puts Hulk back on Earth in Infinity War using his awesome rainbow powers. Heimdall is amazing. And he's Idris Elba. And, you know, I get it. Ant-Man has done way more and has had more screen time and all that stuff. But when you look at who Heimdall was as a supporting character versus who Ant-Man is as a main character, Heimdall is a much better supporting character than Ant-Man is a main character. Heimdall should have won this one. And I'm not just saying that because I love my black folks, although I do love my black folks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there was a lot of good stuff there. I didn't realize that there would be a, you know, uh, so much love for Neville Longbottom in this voicemail, but I do appreciate it. I mean, how, if, if you're going to make a Harry Potter connection in this, how do I not include it at that point? Um, it's no, great. Shout it, out it was, I mean, that's great. Analogy. Yeah, no, it's good. And I forget that he saved Hulk. Yeah, um, I remember that. I, I do remember that bit, but yeah, he does. Like, but no, no, when I heard it, I was just like, oh, Heindel does do more than I'm giving him credit for, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yes, yeah. Captain Marvel versus Groot. Okay, here's the thing. I voted for Groot, and I liked Captain Marvel's movie. It was good. I, I mean, I, I, a lot of people hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was just, pr- I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't, you know, it didn't stand out to me that much. Uh, but I need to see more out of Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel is cool, but she's rather generic. Groot, on the other hand, think about this. Here's the thing with my boy Groot. Groot has so much characterization as adult group as baby group as teen group and all that is conveyed with him only saying three words okay the amount of amazing writing and directing that goes into making you love this character who only ever says three words is fantastic and you cannot tell me that that type of level of genius can again captain marvel 
for a mainstream superhero, yes, she has more. Yeah, well, she probably has an actually had more some time, but she's more important to the Avengers overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for what Groot is, he plays that role so well. He plays that role of kind of side, kind of main character so well, and he adds so much to the Guardians just by saying three words. It's so genius that you have to give it to my boy Groot. I mean, you know, I think that he uh, his points are all right. Uh, yeah, I think that um. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I don't really counterpoint to Rico. I mean, Rico Malik, please do settle this uh, in Temecula. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But uh, generally speaking, um, I see both sides. Valkyrie versus Thanos. Okay, I said last time I was going to vote for Valkyrie over Thanos. And honestly, I did just because I knew she was going to lose and I had to, you know, go throw in, show my support. Okay, and I said last time, like, oh, maybe it's because I'm in love with Valkyrie. Okay, look, maybe I am. Definitely. Most, most mm-hmm. definitely. <laughs> and, and that's fine. And that's why I said that's, that's all fine. fine. Uh, I'm like, this is the thing. Like, we're in quarantine. If, if there's ever a time where it is okay to be horny on Maine, it's got to be now. You know what I mean? It's got to be now. We're, we're open-minded like that. Valkyrie. Exactly. She is so unique. She's hilarious. And... You know, she's just badass. Honestly, you know what? I can't, you know what? I, I don't know. I got to come back. I got to come back. I don't know. I don't know why I like Valkyrie so much, but she's awesome. You can honestly just cut this part out. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> the fact that I even consider voting for her over Thanos, it's just, it's weird. It sh- it doesn't, it shouldn't make it's sense. It's not Thanos weird. Is an amazing, be in love with Valkyrie. Amazing character. Valkyrie, what does she do that makes me like her so much? Okay. And it's not just because I'm in love with her. Okay. Because I'm in love <laughs> with half the girls in the MCU. And I don't like them that much. Okay. Valkyrie is... I don't know. Something about her character is really dope, and I'm going to come back and tell you why, but I can't put my finger on it right now. But anyways, uh, that's my thoughts. And again, thank you all for listening. I'm sorry it's so long. You can cut this whenever you want. Uh, you know, just, you know, maybe even use 30 seconds. I don't care. But anyways, love you guys, and I'll see you. That's wow, beautiful. Great thank stuff. Again, that's Malik. great stuff from Malik. He really came. He was great last week, and he came. He, he lived up to it again. Um, oh, without question. It, it's, yeah. it's a back-to-back performance, without question. Um, All right. Yeah. And then I know we have a voicemail. Oh, sorry. Go. Oh, yeah. No, no. Just shout out to Malik. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of breakdown. We talked about the stuff that we didn't play on here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will say I'm hoping when we revisit this that we can look kind of to his point at some of our female characters a lot a little better just because we have more mm-hmm. to say about them. Um, I think the ones that have been knocked out, uh, it, it's... I think there is an element of just like how much was given to them by way of backstory or oh, by way of absolutely. giving them something yeah, that yeah. isn't dependent on their male counterpart. Yeah, um, I mean the thing is, it it took uh, twenty one MCU movies, uh, I think twenty one or twenty MCU movies for there uh-huh. to be a female character in the title of a movie. So you know, right? Can't and, exactly. And, uh, and a Black Widow movie that's coming out that people have been calling for for how long? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, believe me, I there's really no series that you could talk about that can criticize for they not developing their female characters that I wouldn't agree with you on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the MCU really has struggled um, with that. So yeah, I think I have noticed that too, that the female characters are not doing well. And it, I don't think it's because people, you know, dislike women. I think it's just the characters aren't, uh, I mean, people, obviously people do dislike women, but uh, the characters <laughs> aren't fully developed um, in a way that makes them satisfying to watch. So um, yeah, uh, I know that we have a voicemail from my good friend, Michael Springthorpe. Um, I can only imagine how yelly he got. Uh, so if you could put it on, surprisingly uh, not I could... yelly. Surprisingly really? Wow. Yelly. No, no, Good it's a very calm breakdown of everything that's okay. going on. Um, could right. you actually just like this is a good time for a plug? Uh, you work with Springthorpe on a couple other things, don't you? Yeah, I do a podcast called The Definitive List with him. Uh, there's actually an episode coming out tomorrow. 
that we did we recorded before like the full lockdown of everything um so i had to cut out some bits that uh wouldn't make sense now um but yeah so we and also yeah i just you know i'd like try to make stuff with them a lot just because we both have the same uh very very specific interests generally so um yeah all right let's get into it how's it going mc university uh long time listener first time caller uh jake's friend uh springthorpe that he's brought up a couple times uh i just want to call in specifically this time just to give the uh homosexual point of view so uh just going through um star lord versus agent colson i disagree uh personally agent colson's a much better person star lord is getting by on the fact that people think chris pratt is, i mean chris pratt is hot but like just getting by on the fact that chris pratt is hot and that he's like a main character uh i do think colson should make it but i get it fair point yeah i i think that you know nothing i disagree with uh i, I do i do appreciate that you had to go back like Okay, it's not that people think Chris Pratt's hot. Chris Pratt is hot, but <laughs> I I could not leave that out. Like that's just yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Doctor Strange versus Loki. Uh, this one would have blown up Tumblr in like 2010. Uh-huh. Uh That's all I'm gonna say. Factual, so factual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why when I say like the internet, when I talk about Loki and the Winter Soldier, what I mean is Tumblr. Tumblr, Loki For, and the Winter yeah. Soldier would win, and it would be in the finals of any Tumblr bracket. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, even when it comes to Dodge Strange, like, I just keep on forgetting about the Sherlock Hive that would, like, mm-hmm. play into this. Like, Tom Hiddleston versus Benedict Cumberbatch. It would be, uh, at a different time, this would be, this would be the final, I'd say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Captain America versus Gamora. Sorry, babe. It's going to be <laughs> Captain America. Uh, I'm imagining it's bearded Captain America from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I think we should all imagine Captain America yeah. as bearded Captain America from Infinity mm-hmm. War. I mean that uh, reveal Falcon when he turns in his beard. Woo. That reveal where the first shot is like Jesus Christ. That where has this it's, been? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's it's taking. I mean, like he's definitely picked up because there was Winter Soldier and Civil War, but like it takes like what is a very vanilla character and just adding longer hair and a beard. It's like whoa. There's it's like it's like a lot it's instant intrigue. character development. It's like you don't it, do the work. It's, it's like oh, this is a yeah. Instant. It's just, when, yeah. I've never been excited for Captain America to show up in anything until that moment. Because it's instant character development because you're like, you don't know what happened to make him grow the he's beard. But it's like, yeah, he's been through something. All right, play it. Sorry, I interrupted. No, no, not at all. That was definitely needed. Uh, Falcon versus Winter Soldier stinks, but actually that one stinks. The Winter Soldier's a lame character. Uh, I don't like him that much. And honestly, I need to watch it again more recently, but my take is that I don't like uh the movie winter soldier all that much or at least not as much as everyone else does um but i also love the star wars prequels so do with that what you will <laughs> it's i swear to god i was waiting for the voicemail at the end and say don't listen he does opinion doesn't matter he likes the star wars prequels. <laughs> you know what i i don't obviously i don't know springthorpe nearly as well mm-hmm. and i was thinking like this has got to be a Jake. Like Jake is gonna love this one. He's gonna eat this yeah, one up. Yeah, because I think it's because that's the thing. He knows that I I I'm a hundred percent sure that if he didn't think I was gonna say that, he wouldn't have said it. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad that he knows that I would have. That it was my first thing. It's like like yeah, you know, obviously like you know he can feel how he wants about the Winter Soldier, but it, it is it is always worth noting whenever he gives a movie opinion uh, to note that he does like the Star Wars prequels. Um, the Winter Soldier uh, is just consistently that film that. Uh, either people will say it's like the greatest thing ever, 
or mm-hmm. and like I think it's good. I don't I don't know. That one's an interesting one. It's I probably think. in my top five. Um, is it still? Yeah, you would say so. Yeah, probably. I think my top five is probably something with like you know Infinity War, Ragnarok, Spider Man, Homecoming, uh, and. Um, Winter Soldier, and then I, you know, everything else is. I haven't really spent a lot of time trying to rework it uh, since we stopped reviewing the movies uh, sure. over and over again. Um, yeah, I gotta pull it. Anyway, I know it's in my app, yeah. like notes somewhere, but I just gotta pull that. By the way, I just want to point out the reason why Sprinkler likes the Star Wars prequels is because he loves that in comparison that he thinks that the original Star Wars trilogy just doesn't have enough aliens, uh, <laughs> and that the prequels have a lot of cool different aliens. Um, and that's, uh, that's not me talking at school. He has said that on microphone in our podcast, and it uh, it no, never ceases is, to That's my me. favorite take in defense. It's, it is the thing is it is it is a unbelievable take. Like if if I just saw a random person say that, I'd be like, that's great, um, because I know him. It's like, come on. But uh, it's a really <laughs> it's, it's such a strong take. Like I like the prequels because there are more aliens. Like that's definitely true. There are definitely are more It's also very true if you think about it to like how George Lucas probably looked at this. Like this is oh, the yeah. world he always wanted but couldn't oh, technically yeah, do. Exactly. He couldn't put together a character who like walks on his hands and has a gigantic ass and like even drives when you think up, about the new additions. Uh, what does he do with new additions? He just adds more aliens. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is like I you know, I personally uh, don't love the him changing who shot first i think that's terrible but the other stuff with the new editions like you know yeah add some more aliens i mean you're not gonna complain out of me uh anyway yeah. anything yeah he has anything else uh oh we have plenty more don't worry heimdall ant-man this one's tough because i can't uh i can't uh cleave the actor from the performance and idris elba is idris elba but ant-man is daddy so and heimdall is not daddy ant-man is that idris elba's daddy paul rudd is daddy Heimdall, not daddy. I think he's too mysterious, in a in a not the right way. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a that's a really interesting take. Um, I think that that is. I think he might be right. I I uh, you know. But like, I, I, I think he's. I mean, credit to him. He is specifically about the character and separating the actor that is mm-hmm. the character. So really, see, when he said that. When he said that Ant-Man was daddy, I was about to say, like, yeah, but, like, Idris Elba's, like, famously daddy. But so, but he had the circle back, you know. And he's, I think he's right. I think you can separate those two things, uh, you know. You can tell um, the internal so struggle as he's talking through it right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and also, this is the first instance in the full call where he starts breaking down who's daddy and who's not daddy. And this is this is why you need a Springthorpe uh, exactly. point of uh, view. I'm surprised. Did he comment on uh, Hella? Versus uh, Oh, it's coming. I mean, oh, it's coming. A, a Hulk? In, in oh, okay. Full, he didn't go over. He gets to that matchup and says, I'll get back to this. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. So, good, good, good. no, no. He, he has a full good, breakdown good, here, good. which comes at the end. Do not worry. Thor versus Yondu. No one's surprised, although I'm specifically imagining it as Fat Thor. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? Okay, so now I'm going to start talking about the ones that are gay. Valkyrie versus Thanos. So Valkyrie is uh, bisexual, and Thanos is daddy, but Thanos mm-hmm. sucks. I mean, I guess Thanos <laughs> is like I, – I can't even be like – I guess Thanos is a good character because I feel like Thanos is just like someone who took one like economics class blown out of proportion. Like, And I know that's not the first time anyone said that, but like – Guess he's a fine character. I guess he's a good character, but I don't know. Valkyrie's just so much more interesting to me. Um, that she, especially now, like, and I guess maybe, you know, you do this in five years and or something, and Valkyrie defeats Thanos. But 
I think right now, you know, because we know what Thanos can do, and we don't really, we haven't seen Valkyrie at full force yet, even though we we know we will. But I don't know. I'm just looking forward. I'm like, damn, that's gonna be great. Um, yeah, I I don't think Valkyrie will ever reach a point that can beat Thanos because nobody no. can beat Thanos really. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm fine with it. I. It's just important to like again emphasize the point Thanos is daddy. Uh, Captain I mean, Marvel, absolutely. Abs- like anyway, <laughs> Captain Marvel yeah. and Groot. Wow. First off, cannot believe how close this one is. Um, I feel like Captain. I mean, Captain Marvel's a tentpole. Captain Marvel's literally going to be like one of the main. The Captain Marvel will be the Captain America equivalent in this next phase of the MCU. Uh, base is what I imagine. Uh, and Groot is a tree. Also, Captain Marvel's bisexual. Also, uh, and ha- so she's she's she is a bisexual, but short-haired Captain Marvel has big lesbian energy. Um, but that doesn't mean like okay, like does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, yes. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Captain Marvel and Groot. Really, I think that's probably our more device, most divisive of this round. Is that? Very. I think it's a very uh, um, telling the way you think about characters, and uh, you know, I think that it. I, I think it's. I think it's. It's just also different, like it's uh, telling how you evaluate this specifically because there's so yeah. many ways to approach it. Like we've gotten a lot of comments where they keep on saying like, "Is it like who would win in a fight?" And it's not. It's it's just really how you no. are putting it together. It's yeah. there's, and there's and a, I think. Yeah, what I was going to say is that yeah, I think that Groot is – I think the big divide on Groot, and I might be wrong here, is that I think between people who are like big movie fans and people who are big like comic book movie fans, I think that's, that's a big divide over There's Groot. There's a lot of that Because I think – because I, I love comic book movies, but I love movies more than I love comic book movies. That makes sense. And I think what I can tell like – because, you know, Springthrope's the same way and, uh, you know, Rico – he has he literally hosts a movie review podcast. So like, I think there's just a way that if you're, you know, I think Groot isn't as beloved among the non-comic book people just because he is such a comic book character. Um, right. And uh, I mean, obviously, I love Groot. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk. I, I love Captain Marvel more, but I can't talk shit about Groot. Yeah, it's so hard to. And I think Captain Marvel, um, T'Challa, if it comes to that point, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch. A lot of these characters who came in later phases had only one movie and basically cameos in Infinity War mm-hmm. and Endgame. Like, they are just not fully formed yet. Like, we talk about how a lot of our female characters are just not developed. I, a lot of our newer mm-hmm. characters aren't. I mean, the only one that can really be argued for as being more developed is Spider-Man, but that's because it's just coming in with so much knowledge about him to begin with. Yeah, because they've always. Cause the thing is, they've introduced characters in group movies more rather than uh, standalone. That's why Captain Marvel. I feel like um, I think probably Captain Marvel in terms of her development is that most of her most of the movie she's not who she ends up being by the end of it, so right. she hasn't really had time to develop. Um, but yeah, I do. I do appreciate the fact though that he Springthrope had to bring up the hair, the short hair. Um, I'm wondering if we're <laughs> gonna get that in. Uh, I really do wonder if she's gonna have that in Captain Marvel too. I it's, would be I mean, surprised is, if she does. It is an iconic look for Captain Marvel, so it is a surprise. But do you remember that photo where it's uh, the guy? It was uh, from like Brie Larson's Instagram. It went viral of she was a photo with a guy who saw Captain Marvel like fifty times in theaters, and the caption oh, okay, I believe yeah. that someone put on Twitter was "I pray to God I never get this horny." 
Um, <laughs> I feel like that guy's not seen. Unfortunately, that guy's probably not seen it fifty times if he has a short hair. So that's why I think Disney's probably gonna be so? like. Do you think that's really gonna? I don't know. That? I mean, that's I'll tough. still go multiple times, but uh, yeah, I think that there's definitely. Uh, I don't know. I I I wonder if I think of movie executives. I think of the most retrograde fifty nineteen fifties type people. So I completely you know. agree. I think the one counter I would have to that. And it really depends because I just don't know uh, what the sure. landscape is. Is how do comic book fans feel when that change was made in print? And if they're yeah, for it and they're question. for that look, um, then I don't see why not. Because Captain Marvel, also, yeah. Yeah. more than a lot of these characters, is just that one that if you're a big comic book fan, you're just like, oh no, she's the real deal. Cause I think for yeah. people like you and I, we're, we're still discovering her. We don't know anything yeah. about her. Um, and, but and other ones, is, yeah. yeah. And she, she just kind of like in the grand scheme of like the longer since you were a kid looking mm -hmm. up at comic books, she's kind of a fringe character mm -hmm. that way because she just hasn't had any presence until now. Mm -hmm. um, but I am curious. I'm curious how the reaction was when she got the short haircut in print and if it's positive there i feel more confident about it being in film that's true and what i was gonna say is that uh you know when the eternals ends up pulling down a billion dollars at that point marvel can fucking throw anything on screen and it'll be like i, I oh think that really, i think it actually yeah. depends it depends how, how well they're doing I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some what of a dip uh, in the next few years in marvel just because of oversaturation but if they're still basically printing money then they can put it wherever they want anyway keep I, going I with voicemail at the oh, end sorry. of this at or at any point we should run through the characters that we think don't make it back to this bracket by the next time around because they're definitely that's fun yeah we yeah. should do that at the end that's fun yeah. okay one sec uh lastly we've got hella versus the hulk okay obviously i was campaigning for hella even though you know, and I successfully campaigned for Hella the last round, but I understand it's tough when you're up against the Hulk, especially when you can pick and choose in the last time. Now the Hulk is Professor Hulk, and Professor Hulk is is daddy. I think Professor Hulk is ultimate daddy of the MCU, um, just because he's so smart and so caring and so muscular and big. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, he's the ultimate daddy, but like hell is a, a massive, powerful lesbian. So it, it's crazy. Um, it, this one was probably the toughest one for me. Now, do I understand that Hella only got a few votes and Hulk got a bunch? Of course, he's a tentpole. But and but I do want to say like Hella is played by a uh, multi-Oscar winner, and it's still honestly just crazy that Kate Blanchett was in a, an MCU movie. <laughs> Um, all right, that's my takes, and I'm sticking to them. That was great. Um, I mean, that is true. Uh, it's so true. And it just it, it's it's the bubbles that we can live in to like not realize how big a hella Hulk matchup would be in certain circles. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, but shout out to Hulk. Uh, keep keeping it going as Ultimate Daddy. Um. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I, probably, I just want to say that I think that that is a take I've seen a lot, and I think it is probably true that Professor Hulk mm -hmm. is the ultimate MCU daddy, because I think that he, the point Springer brings up with him being nice and caring is, I think, important. Um, so I think that we got to recognize that. Uh, so Because uh, even though you and I have had some criticism of Professor Hulk as a character moving forward, for sure. the, the daddy, we have to acknowledge the daddy, you know. Uh, the coalition. daddy factor, I, like, yeah. I have suddenly become way more forgiving to professor hulk once the daddy mm -hmm. factor has been introduced 
And mm-hmm. I will issue this challenge with AC having such a strong stance on Hulk not making it through. Springthorpe, make sure the ultimate daddy gets to the end of this battle. Yeah. yeah. Without question, uh, right? I mean, the campaign mm-hmm. for Hela was kind of an uphill battle, but I think you can make a strong case for Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that he can, you know, it's uh it, it, well, yeah, I think that the Hulk I I don't think the Hulk's gonna have that much trouble uh no. moving on. I don't know. I think that I, I think that uh people like the Hulk a lot, especially uh I think the Hulk in uh Avengers One and Ragnarok is so great that that's like if you are separating characters based on the iterations of them, that's like two of the top characters. In yeah, I think that I think that uh, I would, hmm, it's hard to say. I would say that Mark Ruffalo in the first Avengers is easily my top three favorite performances of anyone in the MCU. Period. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's. I rewatched some of the scenes. Do you scenes prefer him in Avengers versus Ragnarok? Because I'm Ragnarok. Um, I think that I think that as a character, it's funnier in Ragnarok. I think as an per- acting performance, I think uh, okay. it's better in Avengers. He has more to do as a person. I think that he, obviously when he's like neurotic, uh, Bruce Banner waking up from being the Hulk, I think is. Uh, really good i think that that's just not most of the movie um but he's, i think that like i really kind of a miss in ultron but i think that's more mostly because of the forced romance that they try to create there yeah mm. um but i will say that i pulled up age of ultron this week and look the hulkbuster fight is probably the best part of age of ultron but yeah again it's hulk i mean i actually think that the best part of age of ultron is the Mjolnir scene, but yes, I agree. Um, it is a great fight. Mjolnir scene, so. as in everyone trying to pick up Mjolnir? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That, that for sure. I, I think just by way of battle, but for sure. Yes, I agree. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. The Hulk is in that, yeah, the Hulk in terms of like a, is such a great uh, visual, like fighter. Like his the fight scenes he's in are so interesting to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that that's something that really is in his favor, that there's a lot of big action sequences that you can pull up that the Hulk's great in. Um, There's um, the part now where, because the Hulk is referred to, uh, I guess up until now we have a Captain Marvel, but the strongest Avenger, um, Mm -hmm. you see it for sure in the first Avengers. Uh, He's more secondary by the time it gets to Ultron. Like He's kind of like always the final uh, battle of it. He's not even in Civil War, which I consider an Avengers film, and then he gets destroyed in infinity war so yeah i think that's part of also why i want to see a little bit of a bounce back from professor hulk although i'm willing to stay with professor hulk now for the sake of keeping the daddiness going um Mm -hmm. but i would say i just i want to see like hulk come through as the strongest avenger again at some point even yeah. if it's like as Professor Hulk, but I I don't I, yeah. I do think we talked about this. I do think there is a level where he needs to go all the way one way to achieve his yeah. full strength. Yeah, I think that there's. I think the problem with Professor Hulk is I think that he's not. And I, we talked about the problems with Professor Hulk forever. But I think a good way mm-hmm. to break it down is that he doesn't have. There are two really, things I love about the Hulk are his the super strong like wrecking ball that he is when he's full Hulk. He loses that and then yeah. also. And, which he loses when he's Professor Hulk, and then the neuroses of Doctor Banner, which he loses. He, he loses both sides, like by mm-hmm. splitting the difference between the two of them. He's then neither. But anyway, um, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk <laughs> about uh, this bracket. And so, just to recap, the next round of the tournament will be. I should have had this pulled up before I started the sentence. Um, <laughs> the next one will be. Jesus. We can pause. Fuck this up. 
I know I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, first matchup is Tony Stark versus Star Lord. Uh, I think this I think, is it for Star Lord. Yeah. The next matchup is uh, Doctor Strange versus Nick Fury. Um, I, I don't think know. Actually, be, I actually this think I, I think Doctor Strange is going to win because I think Nick Fury because Doctor Strange has done better than I thought he would, and Nick Fury did worse than I thought he was going to against Scarlet Witch. Like I didn't so, think Nick Fury was going to get past Scarlet Witch. Then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I put him as number two, uh, number two C, just because he's in so many fucking movies that like it's right. hard to not. Um, uh, Captain America versus Killmonger. Um, I'm interested. I think that that. Uh... I'm I, th- I think there. This is one of those ones where um, there is such a there can be such a strong Killmonger uh, fan base that they may be able to dethrone Captain America as the top seed. Captain America's right. support is very soft. He has very soft right. support. Um, right. It's more anyway. like Captain America definitely has a lot of the. Well, I mean, you got to vote for him, right? Like that's yeah. that's kind of. I feel the stronger uh, feeling is that way. Then it's just I really get behind yeah. that guy. So what we're saying is that Captain America is Joe Biden in any event. Uh, <laughs> the next matchup is Black Widow versus Spider-Man. Um, I think that Black Widow uh, is going to end up in the Soul Stone. I think. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't, never, didn't even think about that. Wow. Now all we need is uh, what Scorpion, the one the guy who makes a brief appearance in. Um, <laughs> That's right. Um, are there any other arachnids other than spiders and scorpions? I don't want to look it up because then I made a bunch of photos on my phone of uh, yeah, spiders. No, and I don't want that. And I'm not extremely no. afraid of spiders, but I don't need you we, know, we can take, We can definitely take this conversation offline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, the wait. next matchup is uh, the Hulk versus Rocker Raccoon. I think this is interesting. Um, yep. I, I actually don't know how this is going to turn out. Um, this is one of those cases. I. I think people really like Rocket Raccoon. I don't know that they like Rocket Raccoon enough to overthrow a Hulk. Um, and at the same mm-hmm. time, Springthorpe, make sure, like, just just make it a point to get Ultimate Daddy through this. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, because I think that while Rocket Raccoon is really fun, basically, the moment you see a stature, you know he's not Daddy. So uh, no, that's the thing no. a big um, yeah. The next matchup is uh, oh, this is an exciting one. The Winter Soldier versus Ant Man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think Winter Soldier yeah, is probably making it through. Yeah, yeah. I think what, this is what, it what I said. What I said uh, last week, I think, has really turned out to be true. Which is, this is a lot like actual elections, where mm. pe- the people's opinion doesn't matter as much as what the voting body is because there is enough votes on the internet for either of these to win how it just depends on who's voting right so i don't know uh i don't know how much of the tumblr contingent we have in our fan base so and even um, as a person who has doesn't feel strongly about either character i'm looking at it and i'm like i guess winter soldier but i it's definitely informed by the idea that winter soldier has more of a backing than it is i think winter soldier is a stronger character I, I personally probably, think Ant Man's a much stronger character. I've I've I, always been I out on Ant Man anyway because Paul Rudd too. Yeah, I, I think Winter Soldier is pretty overrated. Um, personally, I think that uh, his I think he's really cool as the villain when he's not speaking in uh in Winter Soldier the movie. I think things uh, turned around I, by the time he took off his mask. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, it's. I think I think Winter Soldier is so much cooler as an idea as a guy of a guy than like For when sure. it's actually just him being sad about all the people he killed justifiably. Uh, <laughs> it's not great. 
Um, anyway, the next matchup is Thor versus Groot. Um, oh, best friends. Yeah. Best friends. Uh, this is my friend. I mean, some, it's a tree. Yep. Friends have to fight sometimes. Uh, and I don't know and, who's going to win this and, one. I think Thor oh, probably will, like, but... What a cruel bit of irony if Thor wins. What is Thor's actual weapon? That's it's a, a part I, of I mean, It's a part of Groot. I know. I know. Um, I think Thor makes it. it so, that, was so nice for, that was so nice for Groot to do for Thor. It was really um, cool. Yeah. They say teenagers are selfish. Uh, <laughs> and then the last matchup of the Sweet 16 is T'Challa versus Thanos. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I think that Thanos is gonna. I think he's, yeah, I think T'Challa also has a lot of uh, probably actually has softer support than uh, Captain America. Like right. I think Black Panther's beloved, and I think most people would rank T'Challa as probably like their fifth favorite character in it. Are um, we gonna get hate crime allegations from Malik if uh, it goes one I, way? Possibly yes, because uh, right. I'm surprised he didn't bring up any of those in his voicemail. Right. Um, I mean, he's really taken out I the love I, of his life, Valkyrie. So this yeah. is. At and the point thing is, I would say though that uh, Thanos is purple, so he is a person of color. So I think that yep. should weather the blow yep. a little bit. Yeah, um, that's a fair point too. Um, this one, I, I think Black Panther needs to be a more developed. Like, interesting. It's weird because Black Panther has enough appearances for us to think a lot about that character, but I just think there is a fallout from. Uh, once it, he gets induced in Infinity War and Endgame, he just he just feels so secondary to everyone else. I mean, and, I think the thing is, even in Black Panther, though, he doesn't have a lot going. Like his character development is, uh, it's that's you know, a good point. He, yeah, so muted as a character and so has like a quiet strength to him, which I think is a fine choice to make for a character, and I think is what gives lets I agree. the reason why Black yeah, Panther sure. has many memorable characters that are not the main character is because Chadwick Boseman plays the black uh, T'Challa in a way that he lets other people shine. I think that's a really good choice, but it doesn't make him that interesting of a character. I um, mean, it, it does have a Batman quality to it, especially when you think about some of the earlier yeah. Batman films where the villains tend to overshadow uh, the main, the actual hero. Yeah, and I think that that's, like I said, a really good choice to make for that movie because um, I think that uh, you really notice that. I th- in my opinion, the movies, the best uh, MCU movies are, the, in my opinion, the ones where you can name, like, there's 10 different characters you can name in them. I that's think the fair. worst ones yeah. are, uh, like, I don't think it's an accident that Thor's Dark World has, to like, it. five yeah. people in the credits, you know, and uh, right. whereas Thor Ragnarok has, like, 15. Um, yep. I think that... That's, that's that, a yeah. really good point. Um yeah, uh, it's it's good for the movie and good for the quality of the character. Maybe bad for their performance. In a yeah, Thanos is gonna probably take him out. So yeah, I think. No, so but, I mean, I'm really excited to see this next round. Um, because every you know, I mean, the first round was great. The second round, I think, was better. Um, we keep getting more and more votes. I was worried that we wouldn't even get to 100 votes in the finals, and now we're getting mm-hmm. over 300 on a lot of these babies. So that's uh, keep amazing. sharing these, keep retweeting them. If there's a matchup you feel passionately about, don't. Don't reply to it saying I can't believe this person. When tweet, get, you you have you know you have followers. I hope hope uh, get them. You know get people on board. Because uh, you, like it's, board. you can swing. Because even though that even if it's you know like a twenty percent difference, if you have you know thousand followers, you you could swing it if you just get like a quarter of them to vote. You know so. Uh, and even if um the result hasn't happened yet, but you have a strong take, send it in to us still because absolutely. If there's anything I learned. From this episode, 
uh, it's not just that I enjoy hearing it, but now I really enjoy adding a little production on it because that's yes. just super fun. Uh, it's, that was, it really was magical. I want to thank you so much, Jerome. Uh, I think we can wrap it up. Jerome, where For can sure. people find you on? Uh, you can find me at Black Dragon Roll. Um, I, I mean, I think we're all at home right now, just out there. So I'm pretty available these times. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the J Christie. Listen to the definitive list, the other podcast I mentioned. Uh, I am at home still, but I'm working from home, so I'm not as available. Um, fortunately and unfortunately, because you know it seems it's good to be available, but it's also good to get paid. So um, you know, yeah, I'm around. That's that's also why if there's ever a time where one of the matches goes up a little late, it's one. I mean, the one time I did just forget, but uh, it's usually What's I'm in the, the middle of something for for fans to know uh, what. Uh, how these are going up because obviously there are less matches. It's not going to be as often in a day. Yes, yes. The way that it's going to work, this. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, the matches. I think I'm going to put them up. I'm still. I think I'm going to go 11 o'clock and 4 p.m. are the two uh, times I'm going to put them up. Um, because I, I think that I want to space them out. Uh, I don't know how that sounds to you, but um. No, anyway. I'm I'm completely for that. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, and then again, because there's more time for it. Fans, this gives you more time to make strong cases before we start releasing the next one. Like, get in there, for sure. Absolutely. All right, so uh, please tune in next week. Vote, you know, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, And we'll be back, and we're really excited with the way things are going. And stay safe, everyone. Bye. Bye.